Welcome to the Ross, L and Luke show. My name is Ross Pepper. Almost 15 years ago, I discovered we are all infinitely more powerful than we realize. And now it's my life's purpose to help you discover your greatness. Alistair McDonald. Hey, Ross. Al is, has founded multiple businesses, including one he recently took from startup to 50 mil turnover. He works as a business coach, helping teams achieve powerful results. And we have Luke Farrar. Hello. Luke is the CEO and founder of LF Signs. He loves sales so much, I think he'll never give it up. So he'd best introduce himself. Yeah, so I'm an, I'm an all-around nice guy, great salesman, funny as fuck, extremely good-looking, uh, and I don't know what modesty is as yet, but I'm, I'll find it eventually. <laughs> Thanks, mate. The three of us are Aussie blokes, we're dads, and we're entrepreneurs. Between us, we've made a lot of mistakes and learned a few things about life, love, relationships, and business. And we're here to share those with you. You may get three different perspectives or you may get one universal agreement. But whatever you take away from today, you can be absolutely guaranteed we enjoyed delivering it to you. It's a lovely intro. That's great. Uh, yes, so there's our new our new intro. And, uh, you know, who knows, we'll mix it up maybe uh, again in the future. This will probably run for a couple of episodes, though. So excitement. We don't have to record it for every single one. Anyway, today... I thought it was a canned recording. You're saying you read it every time. Yeah, and who's that other guy that swears and kind of sounds like me? <laughs> Some really, mud not, up, don't know uh, about that. Don't know. Yeah, we'll have to look into By it. By the way, you know who to complain to if you don't like the language or the tone or the misogyny or the prejudice of any sort. All right? It's me. So just for... Just for <laughs> At your own peril, really. <laughs> uh, just just for, for clarity, if uh, whether or not he wanted you to know who me is, that was Alistair. Yeah. And that it'll mean it'll be it'll be positive. It'll be positive feedback nonetheless, though, Al. Direct but positive. All feedback is positive. That's it. That's right. Because if it's negative, you just reverse the electrodes. And we don't sit in the uh, problem. We sit in the solution, right? Hmm. Kick the problem to the curb. All right. So that's what you'll get. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I think the swearing is bloody awesome. Well, it's a sign of intelligence, right? And I'm. Oh, look, I've seen <laughs> it on Facebook. Yeah, I've seen it. Well. Uh, Kerwin Ray, who's a guy I sort of follow, uh, quite a motivating individual, and I knew he swore. But then I saw some like outtakes and stuff, and I'm going, "Wow, it's it's me." I sit there going, "Why doesn't this fucking thing work? What the fuck is wrong with it?" I was going, "Okay," uh, and he's got a little bit of a spill on, um, you know, how swearing um, it comes from a different part of the brain. It certainly does. Okay, so it's like creativity and things like that. So, yes, swearing has its place. Well, I got to say, one of my favourite <clears throat> parts of a character in any movie, show, anything ever, is Dennis Denudo in the castle. Yes, with yeah. the photocopier, yeah. fucking piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so Australian, right? It's true. Yeah. Like that's that's yeah. me around my office yeah. all the time, and I yeah. just thought, thank thank you, whoever came up with this, to yeah. just show it the way it is. And they're swearing with passion. They're swearing with anger. Yeah, uh, you know, mm. they're swearing with negative. Uh, associations. I think most people associate it with ne negativity, but with swearing, you know, I'm like, well, you know, when I'm passionate about something, I'm like, yeah, I Passion. swear. So it can be done with joy. Yes. Hmm. It's actually interesting. I don't know, Ross, if this is one for you because you, you like to do research. I wonder if there is any association uh, energetically between swearing and, and what we put out energetically. Because I know there have been studies done about. Um, Anger, for instance, apparently when we are really angry, our 
spit becomes toxic. Yeah. Well, it'd be cortisol mm. levels in the body that are raised, right. and yeah. So yeah, but what's there the case with be... swearing and all that? And and is it purely energetic? Is it the words? Really interesting. So you can. <clears throat> so when you're yelling at someone you, you don't like, you get you get you really yell and let that spit fly, and they yeah. get toxically. Ah, it's burns. <laughs> yeah, it's like melting. That's right. New yeah, super, that, that's new a good, I, I think yeah. that'd be a good. Uh, a man. Good investigation there, mate. Well, it's, I'm not nominating you unless you're interested. Yep. But yeah, I'm not so much a, a researcher. I do like right. to learn, though. So um, maybe yeah. you like to swear. Well, learn that. Learn a bit more about that. You know, it's learn quite that. a research. I'm not a, I'm not a huge swearer. Um, I typically do that more when I'm really particularly upset about something, right. and I just let it out. I just there we go. I'm good. I, I clearly have not provoked Ross enough. <laughs> no, I've only heard it a few times, so and I, I clearly wasn't aware of the signs. Now, by the way, as another aside, <clears throat> one of the best books on this topic that I've ever seen is the, I think it's called the Shakespearean Book of Verbal Abuse. I think that's the name. Oh, right. It's awesome because <laughs> it's, like it's, it's the oldie English, yeah. you know, like, you know, you be a donkey's ass type mm-hmm. stuff. Oh, it's, yeah. it's quite, it's really good though. Okay. Uh, saw that at the New Globe Theatre in London back in the, the mid nineties okay. when they were re- rebuilding that. Yeah. Oh, that would have been good. Yeah. Ah, amazing. Yeah. I didn't. I haven't seen a show there. Um, but uh, yeah, went into the bookshop and just didn't buy the book because we were, you know, on the backpacking. Um, wasn't even buying much beer then. Was it on though? Very austere. You're in London. He's got to be spent on something, mate. <laughs> London. That's where mine went. Accommodation and transport, and you yeah. just had done. <clears throat> To get food and fun, food and fun, yeah, survival. Yeah, yeah, nice. When I was there, I spent twenty five thousand one year in, uh, in alcohol. Mm. That was just just beer. It was that's all we drank there. That is impressive. Pints. So we yeah. it was lunchtime. Three pints over lunch. Yep. And uh, and after work, we were back down to the pub. <laughs> so if I wasn't at work, I was at the pub. That was pretty much my life. Where's Ross? So we worked we worked long hours. We did about eighty hours a week. So yeah, they let too. us go to the pub during lunch. I'm not sure it was wise. I don't know how productive the next uh, three hours were. Is that depends what you do? Off. If you're in sales, you're a bit more jovial. Uh, if you're chasing up accounts, potentially not. I- it. Hmm. So and it was interesting. The the CEO of the company always liked his computer fixed after lunchtime. <laughs> so uh, I used to send the young guy off to do that. So he stopped drinking. <clears throat> Yeah, fair enough. He's like, oh, I've rocked up to the boss. I'm like, ah. <laughs> so I stopped drinking oh. after that. Oh, very cool. So well, what are you up to? Up to, um, what have we all been up to? We may have stumbled into waffle territory here, so we've got to be careful. Well, I smelt waffle, so mm. yeah, I've taken it off the pan. Did you? I didn't have a problem with it. No, nah, it's all right. <laughs> well, I think that was one of the things that we did best. So um, anyway, they uh, five minutes around the room. I think we've kind of, you know, discussed five minutes of, of, our, of our, our lives, lives so far. Yeah. But <laughs> five minutes around the room. I know it's a big fan of this uh, topic. Is a big fan of yours, Luke. So if you want to fire off what you've been <laughs> up to. Five minutes. No, you won't. Uh, yeah, I will. Uh, <laughs> five episodes around the room. Immediately, yeah. I kind of work back from like, yeah, what I did sort of yesterday. Uh, what have I done? Uh, it's been a busy, extremely busy time in the business. So lots of sales going on. So we seem to have hit our stride and nice. uh, through different. For different reasons, um, and so yeah, extremely busy. Uh, we've got a good team of you know employees now that are really working hard and working together as a team. So that's allowing the business to scale in other areas now, Brilliant. and looking for different um, revenue streams. 
which I've seen on the wall, but now they're coming to fruition. So just put it out there and it'll come. That's my spin on that. Uh, interestingly, on the health side of things, I haven't been at the gym. Uh, I haven't lifted weights for around about two weeks. Okay. Um, yeah, it was consciously decided that I'm going to do a bit more um, well, yoga, which I, I do yoga, okay. but I want to do at least three times a week, you know, three to four. Um, and just ripping one. too many shirts with you when you're flexing your yeah, muscles. Just, and yeah, things it. weren't yeah. fitting and yeah, you know, just stared out down the street. Uh, no, not not quite. Um, but yeah, it was more so obviously to give the body a bit of a rest too. Uh, it was a bit more of an intrinsic uh, decision. I don't know why. I was just like, oh, this is what I'm going to do. And yesterday, we well, a few weeks ago, we submitted a DNA test. So this is a um, genetic DNA test um, to see, you know, what our predispositions are you know okay. it's it's basically a, a health and well-being type dna test but it was it was spot on it said i shouldn't do too many weights uh, based on like the you know genetically how my muscle fibers are mm. i should do more um aerobic mm-hmm. that's a cardio and weights so that's 50 50 so i've kind of just done that and i'm like oh that's interesting and I learned a lot, so I spent three hours yesterday with a geneticist, like an expert in DNA, and I learned so much about the body and, uh, and my partners as well. So it was a dual mm-hmm. consult, which is really good because you sort of just feed off that. You go, oh, cool, I've seen that, and we mm. should, you know. So you're saying you need the help of a geneticist to learn about your partner's body. That, that sounds very strange. <laughs> oh, not like, not from an aesthetic point of view. This is all the internal. Would you like Ross that. to strike that in the recording? Potentially, that... you could put a line through that, but... Yeah, I li- yeah, I like that. Just a, it was just a dig. Just I know. A dig. I know I it know. was there. You set it up. I, I mean, yeah, no, and I've kept my mouth shut for four minutes. Yeah, <laughs> like Luke, you got a minute left. Uh, yeah, so it was really good. So you know, for me, I learned a lot about uh, what sort of diet I should be eating, like what I should be mm-hmm. having mm-hmm. more of, um, where uh, nutritionally or mineral wise that I'm I'm falling down. Mm-hmm. Um, there's obviously some health issues that you carry through which could be um, predisposition to you know addictions um, there's markers for depression how we deal with stress mm-hmm. um, so it's broken down it's pretty comprehensive to be honest and mm-hmm. you do what you do with it but you know straight away from that I can see what supplements I should be taking less of and more of mm-hmm. um, how I you know how my insulin receptors work in regards to when I have fruit so now I need to eat it with like back it up with almonds and walnuts just to stop that spike so I'm relatively healthy, um, and I absorb a lot of my uh, omega-3s through the vegetables that I eat, mm-hmm. whereas my partner doesn't. Mm-hmm. Genetically, okay. she, yeah. she can eat 10 times as much as me, and she won't absorb nearly any omega-3 just because of her type and the way she's structured mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. genetically. And I thought it was a really good basis or footprint for any human being to work from because it's been pointed out to me before that it's great you're on all these supplements, but do you actually know if they're beneficial to you apart from working you know, or feeling a little bit different? Most people just go through, they'll do a diet or they'll take something and they'll feel maybe a little bit different, but not really. Mm. Um, and this is like a massive shift from that. So big, yeah, really big uh, insight yesterday. Yeah, that's to cool. See what I'd, we can do. I'd love to know more about that. Yeah. Well, um, I was going to suggest, mm-hmm. can you provide a link to Ross to put up with the, yeah, 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 and I can show a link to the the company that does it. They're Australian yeah. based, and they referred to another couple that's in the health and fitness industry. Mm-hmm. So highly regarded, and she was she was spot on. This Great lady, yeah. she was really really good. She's not a doctor, um, but 
you know, Good. a wealth of knowledge. <laughs> yeah. Very holistic though. So she's got practitioners Perfect. she works with that have got, you know, they'll do your bloods and they can actually see how you absorb different vitamins. And oh, straight awesome. away she can say, dot, 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 have this awesome. or stop having this and you, like, you'll improve what, literally overnight. What you yeah? just described to me is what I have been looking for for a long time. Yeah. Because yeah. I know based on my experience that some things do work and some things don't work. Yeah. yeah. However, every marketer tells me this works. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, that more exact, I like it. I it like is, it. Yeah, my, yeah. Yeah, my mum went to see um, someone, I think he um, uh, Indian background, I think. Okay. Um, naturopath and, and a few other things as well. Yep. And uh, he, she went to him because she had um, uh, eczema. Yes. And doesn't get it anymore. He said, oh, you can't eat this, 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 and this. Yeah. One of the things, she also read the blood type diet. Yeah. And basically everything he was saying lined up with the blood type diet as well. Mm. Um, he said there was one thing, it said, oh, I think the blood type diet said you should drink, you should eat lots of garlic. Uh, and so she said, oh, I, you know, I thought garlic was good. And he went, for most people, but for you, no. Yeah. Um, so she's cut out all these things and cleared up. Bang, she's fine. Mm. If she eats something, say like lamb, she gets itchy. Mm. And you can, and you know, so that that's a food that's you know not mm. a good food for her to eat. Well, that could be saturated fats as well. So I've got to tell you, know, like I shouldn't have too many sats. Those fatty meats, so I can mm. have lean, which is really good for me. And bloods are great to have, but the problem with bloods is, is they're so varied. Like you can you could have a stressful day and go and get your blood test done. Your cortisol levels are mm. off the charts, right? You wait five minutes settle down and you get a different result mm. so what they do the dna doesn't change mm. yeah, so. just just to clarify for the yeah. blood it's based on your type of blood yeah you know like a yeah, yeah they do but what what yeah. what what That's the what dna so test the blood yeah they say what is your blood type based on your blood type you have a particular makeup in your body but they need to test the blood yeah things. like and that's what they're mm. saying like it's it's a guess at best you know, this is your blood type, but if you don't reference it against like a benchmark, like DNA markers that you can go, oh, hey, you know, this is this is how you're, you're built. You know what I mean? You don't absorb proteins. You don't absorb different types of minerals. Uh, there may be some deficiencies here and they reference that against the blood. So we try glycerides and things like that. So they can actually see how we're absorbing mm. all these different vitamins and, and like they're like, okay, so you're, a, you know, an Appia 4, they call it, which is like my partner. So there's certain things that she really just shouldn't have. She shouldn't be having too much olive oil, mm. uh, but stick to the avocado and walnuts because they're the, they're the good fats, you know. Um, mm. It was really interesting and just simple little things like that. Um, hormones, estrogen. Did you know all the, the shit that we heat up in the microwave in plastics? Leaches, a chemical that uh, mimics estrogen, like human estrogen. So if your estrogen levels are off the, the charts, yeah, yeah. yeah, women have... I don't use microwaves. Well, well if, if they're on the pill... If they're on the pill, yeah. they've got high levels of estrogen anyway, right? Yeah. And that's when uh, women have trouble with their you know, periods, that time of the yeah. month, that it can be really painful. Yeah. Um, and, it, and they just don't know why. So they live with it. It's not, not diagnosed as yeah. injury. Is it injury? What's it called? Um, as a disease uh, that's associated with you know, pain that women get. Okay can't think of it disease or condition uh condition i should say yeah see i'm not a doctor it's not you no endometosis or something um endometriosis that's the one but doctors okay let's be fair the industry tends to like us to feel sick Mm. so we can be 
Oh, they do. So rather than the yeah, condition. You're right. One of the common ones is the um, pregnancy diabetes. It's just a thing, but it's turned into this illness yeah. that should be treated. And some women go berserk on it. And that's where it's all linked. So uh, what was it called again? The condition? Endometriosis. Yeah, so they're diagnosed with that. But in actual fact, they're the you know the levels you know of estrogen within inside of them has spiked so much just from the pill, mm. and then add in all these external toxins like mm. from the plastic the, and all the rest the, of the it. Chicken that's fed on that hormones. <laughs> yeah, potentially, but then they're all linked. So then that yeah, comes no. down to diabetes too. So there's certain yeah. markers in our DNA that you know we can say, hey, yeah, look, if you're not eating right, if you're eating processed stuff and and bad saturated fats, yeah you're going to get diabetes pretty quickly. I know typically yeah. genetically Persians have a higher predisposition to diabetes yep. and a higher predisposition to um, higher cholesterol. Yeah. So, And they all mix. So they, they measure the bloods, they measure the year environment too. Mm-hmm. So my partner's very susceptible to toxicity. And again, that's having a, an effect on the estrogen and her ability to remove toxins from her body. Mm-hmm. Like like she's at like 10% on a, on a 70 percenter. So what that means is that I can... I can be in an environment where there's a lot of toxins and not be as affected by it as she is, where she'll go in and she's very sensitive, but she her body can't... What are you saying? You got to, you can clear up 70% of the toxins, she can only clear up 10 Yeah, yeah, okay. just based on our genetic makeup. Yeah, that's a big difference. Do you need that? I'm like, are you kidding? She's like, oh, that's why this... and Like, it all kind of just yes. falls into place. So really good. We're going to get our kids done as well uh, mm-hmm. because it's related to sports as well. Uh, if you've got a genetic marker you shouldn't be hitting the head. You shouldn't do boxing because yeah, right. it, it's known that you, you're slow to recover. Right. So our son plays football. He's had a couple of head injuries. It's like, cool. So, you know, he should wear a helmet. Um, if he's got the, the gene, it doesn't mean you stop everything, but it's just like, hey, man, we need to keep a careful eye here mm-hmm. because later on down the track, he could, you know, be susceptible to Alzheimer's and Risk like management that. is something that you have a, a whole lot of choices. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, not, it's not black and white. It's, yes. Here's the risk. How do we mitigate it or avoid it? And the key is we have choices with the knowledge Absolutely. that we have. So that, that's yeah. the takeaway from it. So that that was my five minutes. It was yesterday. It was really good. Yeah. <clears throat> so was it five minutes on health? Is, did you want to talk about anything else? Yeah, you saw the, nah, well, you saw the bit I well, wanted to say about you. I had, a, I had a really good conversation with her around uh, my quest to coach teams in regards to health, wellness. Yeah, and, cool. And so that was another connection. Yeah, and she... Yep. she spiked and I was like yep and she's like we should talk about this more because yep. this is really interesting yep. so that's my model of plugging experts into individuals as needed because I'm not a doctor good but I'm a people person the, the doctors have a really tough time they're they're trained in a very specific way yes um, and in part of that training you know that all's the beliefs and everything like you can't train someone in something without Delivering with them the beliefs that well, make that conditions in a very specific yes, way. Yes, GPs, chiros, yeah. So walk into their surgery. There's freaking pharmaceutical brands everywhere. Yeah, but that, that, to try and pretend there's not something going on is just laughable. The same things for psychologists, right? You know, they like, oh, this this could take five to seven years, and there's no guaranteed success. Right. Uh, what? Oh, you want me to come in here for five to seven years? And there's no guarantee that you're going to be able to fix this thing that I have, this mental condition that I have. That's right. Jeez, I was um, lucky after about 10 or 12, the guy just looked at me and said, mate, there's nothing wrong with you. Yeah, good. If you want to have monthly therapy, great, I do, but there's nothing wrong with you. It's good to yeah, talk awesome. to someone. I, I 
I saw a psychologist who was a you know crystal healer too, and I thought, man, two mm-hmm. for one, and it really worked <laughs> for me because I could totally. talk to her, yeah. and she'd go, awesome. So we've spoken about all that stuff. It's all come up now. Let's lay on this mm-hmm. under yeah. some crystals, and let's do some powerful like you know clearing. And I'm like, oh, yeah. man. You're going to be nice. a billionaire with this kind of stuff. Holistic, she's actually doing it. something it. Yeah. about it. It's really good, yeah. The yeah. holistic approach is always the best approach, isn't it? It's, and it's... <clears throat> so there are GPs who do bring in a holistic approach. Mm, which too. is great. Yeah. So that's the thing. Western medicine, let's call it Western medicine. Yeah. Industrial yeah. medicine, call it what you will, has its place. That's probably a better word for it. Industrial well, it medicine. is industrial medicine. Yeah. It has its place. Commercial medicine, yeah. right? Yeah, so... It's great at hiding the symptoms. Well, it didn't exist before the industrial age, really. You know, Brendan Penicillin Company. It's all post-industrial, yeah. so it's, it's I'd call it industrial medicine. So it has it absolutely has its place. Yeah. And surgeons, you know, I've had four holes put in both my shoulders and had them cleaned up and fixed up, and you know, otherwise I'd be I wouldn't be able to pour water without you know. Yeah, so right. There's yeah. amazing stuff that can be done, and I. Grateful for it and acknowledge it. It's just the surgery that they do these days yeah. is extraordinary. Um, yeah, you know, I'm not saying that sometimes it, unnecessary yeah. ones don't happen, but what they're capable of doing these days is absolutely amazing. A knee reconstruction, like yeah. it used to be a knee reconstruction, you wouldn't get it done if you're playing footy, you wouldn't get it done till yeah. your career was over because you yeah. do that, your career's over. Yeah. Like, you know, there's no other two ways about it. Um, these days, they might have a couple done yeah. throughout their career. Yeah. And it's like, you did what? You reconstructed your knee and you're still playing footy. Yeah, and I'm going to do it again in another couple of years. <laughs> just on, on that, I went to a 3D printing company in Melbourne. I don't know if I told mm. you we did a course and they, they were printing titanium uh, inserts for jaws, like for people mm. to have teeth implants. Yeah. And I went into the finishing room and I met this lovely lady and she handed me a plastic skull. Yeah, with yep. the mouth open. I was mm. like, what's this? And she goes, well, this is the patient's mouth. And so they 3D scan mm. the mm. head. Yep. They, I think it's with an MRI, so very yeah. accurate. They print it on a type of machine, so it's like, it's spot on. Yeah. Like nothing's moved, yeah. nothing's shift. And then they will actually fashion a cast around that, yeah. and they'll they'll 3D print it. So they'll, yeah. they'll, the actual design, so that the dentist can just put wherever he wants any fixing points or the mm. wiring, yeah. so it could be broken jaw, and she puts them on this... 3D, this titanium yeah. metal printer mm. and she had him in her hand there and I said so what she goes well this would be in surgery tomorrow Jeez. one day they're going to she's there filing away and one day they're going to yeah. do things like print hearts well they mm. printed I've held a printed uh, rib cage for a child yeah as well yeah. that was made out of a titanium mix and I actually used it um, uh, yeah mm. ball joints for the sockets and all the rest yeah. of it and they're actually just 3D scanning stuff. So the future for me, based on what I saw, is that we're all going to have 3D scans of ourselves, right? Yep. Whenever you've got an arm that's out or something you need, like even a nose or something like that, mm. they're just going to 3D print it. It's going to be spot on, and mm. they're just messing with the materials to make yeah, sure stuff fuses. You'll get it redesigned, of course. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> that's what fun There's course. always an angle, isn't yeah. there, with oh cosmetic God. surgery, oh, right? Are, hey, I mean, can I just, you know... Imagine yeah, the people that are just going to go... Praise the Lord when they can sculpt mm. their own body. And we can't be the only ones that have had this conversation about it. Because oh, of course not. You're it, looking it taller would... today. Yeah, I had surgery yesterday. You're 100%. <laughs> yeah. yeah? Well, you'd at least be stronger nonetheless, right? From the part that's put in. But yeah, yeah. Don't, those I, So I've heard this saying which intrigues me, which is, um, and it's not us, it's the baby boomers. I've heard, a, I've heard a baby boomer, in fact, more than one baby boomer say, our generation is the last generation that will die. So yeah, they're claiming so, that even we will be able to, you know, 
extend our life forever, which I... Well, there, there is... Um, the, the scientist scientific community, community is suggesting that the first person to live forever has already been born. Yeah. I don't know how old that person is, but they're like, hey, it's moving that fast that the first person yeah. to live forever... It's got to be AI. Born. I mean, Joe Rogan spoke about... Uh, Joe Rogan and um, Elon Musk spoke about it on his podcast, and it was only about a few minutes. But he said that basically we'll be able to just swap bodies. So we'll still maintain our brain through artificial intelligence, but we'll just swap the the, the vehicle in which we drive it. And he said, "Is this happening?" And he's going, "Well, mm. you know, yeah, you know, sort of no comment, but mm. yeah, yeah, like mm. it's well, there's a point. China's all over it, and they start mm. talking about genetically, you know, modifying humans. Mm. Well, there's a point uh, where yeah. your body switches. Like there's a little switch in your body, and it turns off, and it starts dying. It goes from you know, growing, growing, growing." And it slows down to kind of maintaining and then it switches and starts dying. If we can stop that switch from, from dying and continue the cells to keep re- renewing and staying young, yeah, um, then we can potentially live forever based on that. He's talking heads off bodies onto yeah, new yeah. ones. That's yeah. what he's talking. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. Frankenstein. Yeah, yeah. That's like, you know, like, what is it? The head's in formaldehyde waiting sure, for technology keep, to catch up. Sure, but how yeah. do you Oops, keep the, up. the head young though? That's so yeah, That's but where you need to be producing. I, I, I don't know the ins and outs of it, but yeah. from what he said, I was like, okay, that that's a comment that I can clearly read into that they're all they're all over it and it's well in well mm. underway. Mm. Whether it's implants yeah. in the head, which I probably believe so it would be. Um, but I don't think they can keep, you know, fleshies flesh and cells are flesh and cells, like you know, once they die. I don't think we we're all over that just yet about regenerating like entire bodies, but definitely with you know the advent of stem cells and things like that, they're doing amazing things. Like yep. your shoulders can be shot, and you, you can't do it here, but you could go somewhere in Malaysia or another country, get a get a couple of shots of stem cell, and you'll have a twenty one year old arm, mate. You'll be playing NFL yeah. like within like weeks. Yeah, growing, so there's no ears on the back of no steroids. You know, so there's none of that sort of stuff. They're just like, yeah, bang some stem cells into these joints and people are like, oh, I can't believe it. But it's very controversial. Mm. Yeah. Well, there's going to be a price to pay mm. without a doubt. Yeah. So nature is nature. <laughs> and Na- we can mess with it. come back with a vengeance. We can mess with it. We can mess with it. Well, yeah. You know, By overpopulation are, and people are living too long. laws of <laughs> physics that, you know... We just, we think we can yeah. defy. I don't know enough about the stem cells and why, you know, there's conjecture about it. Um, but you can imagine just getting a shot in your arm instead of a five-year uh, process of yeah. like physios, chiros, yeah. hospitals, MRIs, anti-inflammatory drugs, more drugs, more drugs. Yeah. So you could spend 200 grand on your arm or you could just get a shot for two grand yeah. and Bob's your uncle. So you can see that shot. Yeah puts a lot of people out of business as well. So um, for quite some time, you've been able to, when your child's born, you've been able to keep some of the um, the cells. Yep. And it's like, hey, you keep these, and if they get cancer later on, we can probably use that. Awesome. And it's their own. Yep. So, and this is when to grab it, when they're, you know, when they're born. So um, consider doing that. Yeah. If you're having kids born at the moment, consider putting away some of their cells. Their own stem cells. I'm going to let my yeah, kids yeah. take care of themselves. Sorry? I'm going to let my kids take care of themselves. I, The further I go in life, the more organically I would like to live it. Mm-hmm. Whatever that means exactly. Yeah. As you figure that out. Yeah. Well. What's, what, what is so... I've just <clears throat> made a comment that prompted that. Well, I, so that all... You know, 
as a parent, I see my role as is to make myself redundant with my kids as quickly as possible. Yeah. I like that. Redundant as mm-hmm. a teacher or like a... You In know, every way. Like... No, support so, or... Well, yeah. So, the, so for me to have a lifelong connection with my kids, I have to earn that. Yeah? Yeah. I have to sew into them so they want to... So there's a connection that they want to fulfill themselves. Yeah. So apart from that, you know, which is a, their choice then to stay friends with me, my job is to be redundant. Yeah. So yeah. They, 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 they are uh, completely independent thinking, independent decision making. So they can call 100 people and they can include me in that if they want to make a decision or not include me. Yeah. And so I'm not going to do anything for their future, as it were, mm-hmm. except equip them to have the best possible future. Mm-hmm. Mm. So collecting their stem cells at the one point, one moment that's possible. If they want to do that, they can do that. No. you got to do it at birth. Yeah. yeah. We're missing the boat. Well, that's when they're, <laughs> when they're at their healthiest. Yeah, so got to. Well, once, <laughs> there's, there's once, other they're sick, once they're already sick, it's probably too late. Like, I'm sure there's sure. other options. Yeah. Stem cell and, wise out there, it doesn't have to be. It's at that point where they're growing the healthiest and they're most... Sure most useful to you sure if yeah. you take an old person's you know um, stem cell like you know what's that going to do I don't know continue right. to replicate it's, yeah, they, it's, it's death they <laughs> might be down the RSL on the pokies every night mate you know all of a sudden yeah I'm just saying, I know stem cells doesn't yeah. work like that but. now we maybe what we need to do is uh, do uh, next week next session do a, do a new five minutes just just one well that's it We're, I think we need to move on to the next person well that went off minutes. on a tangent and I'll be clear that Al was talking a lot there right so I didn't want to interrupt <laughs> no, mate. fucking up, mate fucking up. Um, guest bag legend well it's an exciting topic though anything that's you know mm-hmm. helping people to get better and, and you know giving them knowledge to to do so yeah I think 1% it's... better every day more than that, you're a hundred percent. You know the car you're driving now. You're not just driving, you know, with the with the blindfolds on. You you you're in it, and you're like, oh, cool, makes mm, sense now. Yeah. So, yeah, we're no longer. Uh, what's it? What was the average age? Forty five or something? Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's very very different these days. Well, I've lived a life. Mm. Yeah. Forty eight. Life begins at forty. That reminds me, how old are you, Luke? Forty one. Forty one. Yeah. Oh, that was last episode. Well, ha- happy 41st episode. All oh, right, birthday? I'm confused now, but I'll, yeah, take, yeah, no, 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 I'll just, take it. Just, uh, you know, like, like the episode number, reflecting the age. age. All right. I'm sure that numerologically there's something to that. But let's, I'll be, I'll be aware of that What now. was the topic? The extraordinary power of the three solutions. Was that your Which, topic? Yeah, it was. was. Okay, yeah. Because yeah. I was sadly absent. You are. <laughs> but actually, we, we swapped. Yeah, mm. that's right. Yeah, you turned up because you were confused. No, because I was confused. Then I turned up because you were confused, and you didn't even answer my text or calls either. You both. Did not? No, that's rude. Did it I get rude. it? Did you call? Well, I don't know if you got them, but I got your voicemail. Yeah, it, it was like, like a, "Where are you, Luke? We need you." Anyway, no. I, I, just, I explained to Ross. What I thought it we'd was. fallen out of love, but when I saw your smiling <laughs> face today, I realised we're all good. Never, mate. I'm never like that. And if I did, if we did fall out of love, I'd ring you and let you know ah, why. Off your bastard. All right. Listen, we're falling out of love. All right. All right. It's if, not you. It's me. Because if I see you at Westfield or something, it's going to be an uncomfortable conversation. <laughs> at least if we've had it, we know where we stand. Right. It'd be even more comfortable if I showed up at your workshop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's dig down a bit further. Luke, yeah. I thought you loved me. Yeah. Might be time to uh, 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, the waffles crept back in again, I can see. It has. So thank you, gentlemen. Thank you for an, uh, another exciting and uh, an enjoyable episode. And I look forward to seeing you on the next one for right. the next five minutes. There are awesome nuggets there, mate. Great. Nice no. one. Thank you. Cheers, guys. This has been Ross Pepper, Alistair McDonald, and Luke Farrar for the Ross, L and Luke Show. If you wish to get in contact regarding the show, please reach out to us via email at rosslluke at gmail.com. That's rosslluke at gmail.com. To discover more about myself, Ross Pepper, please visit my website, rosspepper.com. To check out L and discover what he can do for your team, please visit his website, alistairmcdonald.com.au. And if you're ready for an awesome sign for your business, be sure to visit Luke at lfsigns.com.au. This has been the Ross Allen Luke Show. Thanks for listening and have a spectacular day.